And he wrote back and said, yeah, cool party. You came on a little strong, though. In the future, I wouldn't do that. Welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host, Erica. We are on different coasts, but flip-flopped. Yes, flipped. I'm still East Coast, baby. And you are on the West Coast, having a nice uh, little trip visiting your mom. Yeah, I'm at my mom's house right now. So if you're watching the video, you can see my uh, bedroom at my mom's where she's lived here for almost a year and doesn't have a closet door here yet. So there's like all of her shoes. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) One thing at so a time. My mom's, you know? Yeah, you can see my mom's shoe collection behind me. Um, but yeah, we are having a a lovely, lovely weekend. I did have kind of a nightmare getting here, though. Flights, I don't know if you've heard about like the insanity with flights, especially mm-hmm. out of like the major hubs. It was wild. So my flight home was supposed to leave at 9 p.m. We were delayed over three hours, didn't leave until after midnight. And so I like kind of tried to sleep. It's not really a long enough flight to be a red eye. Yet again, Sunset Lake CBD melatonin coming in for the win. Yeah. I mean, all the girls in Greece, when we gave it to them, said it too. They were like, this helped me on my plane so much. Uh, And I I love using it all the time. Yeah. Well, the best part about it is that it doesn't make me groggy when I wake up. So even though it's only a five-hour – like I probably slept for four and a half hours. And anything Mm -hmm. else that I have taken in the past to help me sleep – Four and a half hours, I would still be really groggy when I woke up, and I was not. Yeah, I lo- that stuff's the best. Whether you do, I don't know if you do, do you do the drops or the gummies? This time I did the drops because it was just easier to bring with me, but usually I do the gummies because it's kind of nice. It's like candy. Yeah, right? You trick yourself. Like, I'm going to have a treat. And then you're like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love all their stuff, dude, so much. Yeah, it's been great. So if you want to try Sunset Lake, you can go to sunsetlakecbd.com and use our code FMH2020 and get 20% off all their products. Yep, that's promo code FMH20 for 20% off sunsetlakecbd.com. Head on over. They have the best stuff in the game. It's so good. So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months. And I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah. And also, it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice nice little flavorful drink that is a little, little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the recess watermelon mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feel it all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the recess ginger lime mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious. And you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. So... Last week, you updated us on your dad's surgery. He had it this week. How did it go? Uh, everything went well. Everything went great. Amazing. He's feeling great. Even in the recovery, he's been... I mean, they said it was good if he's like up and moving around a bit. Yeah. But if anything, I think it's almost too much because he hates sitting still. Yeah. Um, but it's been nice. I, I've been home. I We all went to a wedding, actually, that was kind of upstate near where I'm from. And so then I've been home for like two days now and... 
he's good. He's good. He's very chipper in a great mood. Everybody's happy. It's uh, it's been a nice relief that you know he's happy. He you know did it now and got it done with and yeah i don't know it's it's kind of a it is kind of a perfect timing of you know my sister and i came home and my brother lives near my parents so it's just it's honestly just been really really nice so i think it's been a relief for everybody that we're like okay he's okay mm-hmm. he's feeling good we all just we all just feel good and, and relieved so it's amazing and so great yeah. that you were all able to like spend time together immediately afterwards as well yeah it really was good timing because i was actually supposed to go back to la um right earlier and i moved my flight because i was like well i think it'd be nice if i could be around and maybe fill in if my mom needs some help um but like tonight you know we all had to got 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 to have dinner at my house and my grandmother came over and so it's just been it honestly just has been like really really nice getting a little bit more family time that's amazing um yeah and i just i just want to say thank you to everybody that sent me a note that was very very nice i appreciate it obviously i just i don't know i just had a very like emotional week last week and i think it was yeah you know you ever hear everybody say like it's not one thing it's a lot of little things i think it was you know a combination of obviously my dad's thing is a big thing but um i think it just kind of hit me i never i guess really sat and like thought about it at a serious level till we were recording and then i was like yeah, okay, I'm a little sad. <laughs> I'm a little sad and freaked out, you know. Yeah, I think but, that's uh, absolutely understandable. And, you know, obviously everybody else agrees. So it's, uh, I'm really happy to hear that it went so well and that you also were able to spend so much time together. That's really nice. Yeah, it's, I think it's just a relief is what a lot of us feel. So, yeah, it's like, okay, all right, we're good. The hard part's kind of over for now anyway. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's good news. I could tell he's like, you know, come. My dad always has had this like very childlike, <laughs> not only spirit to him, but just very childlike kind of demeanor in general. Um, uh-huh. Like he always is the person we joke of like we have to take turns playing with him. Like he doesn't want to just be sitting on the couch doing nothing. He's always <laughs> like, "Where are we going? What are we doing? Want to go to Sam's Club?" And even like my brother's, you know, fiance said today she was like oh my god i've been the person that got kidnapped by him <laughs> for the day where oh, it's like oh amazing. it's not just we're gonna go get breakfast it's we're gonna be out all day and run all, all day the errands. <laughs> yeah he just he doesn't like being alone he lo- so you know but it's been but it has been been really really nice so yeah that's awesome yeah it's been yeah good. i it's been good. i have also been really enjoying family time this weekend and like every time i come home i'm like man i really like it here does it at all make you think like would i ever move back here it makes me think that but the answer is always probably not mm-hmm. like it like it, it does it does bring the thought into my head like it does make yeah. me be like what would it or at least have me thinking like what would that what would that be like like right. what would my life be like like my mom and i took a walk on the beach yesterday and there were like groups of friends like my age ish probably like groups of friends hanging out or like playing volleyball it's a much more active life here. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the, the better weather makes it easier, too. Definitely. Yeah. And, of course, it's summer right now, but this is true all the time. So, mm-hmm. like, we're walking down the beach and, like, groups of friends are, like, way more volleyball than I ever see in New York, which makes sense. But, like, groups of friends, like, every group of friends was doing something. Like, no one was just sitting around. Like, everybody was playing spike ball, playing volleyball, paddles. There was a football game. Like, every single group was doing something. Mm-hmm. And it – my friends do do that, but we're often like one of the only groups that's yeah. doing something. And it just it 
made me kind of think like, oh, I wonder which group would I be in, you know, like looking around being like, oh, like that could could have been or could be me like hanging out with that group doing this and, Mm -hmm. you know, being outside a lot more than we get to be in New York seasonally. But that is the that is the like best part of what it would be like to live here. Mm -hmm. And there's just so much else that I love about the city that doesn't exist here that like, it's really easy to forget about when I'm like walking on the beach and everything is amazing. Yeah, exactly. A little, little bit of grass is greener sometimes. Absolutely. And of course I love being with my family and my mom and it's also, so the first day at night I got here, well, I flew overnight on accident the first night I got here, but the first real night I was here, we went over to my brother's and he made us burgers and like my mom does that a lot. And tonight he's coming over here. She's making us dinner. He comes over here a lot. And it's like those moments I think are the hardest where it's like, Mm. this is what, this is definitely things, something that I would do. Like I would go over to my mom's on a regular basis or she would come over to my house. Like that would be something that we do. Um, And that's hard especially as she gets older, you know, like you said, like recognizing the mortality of your parents and like, mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely hard. I, uh, I saw this TikTok a couple of weeks ago that this woman was calling herself a long distance daughter. Oh, okay. Which uh, was a phrase I'd never heard before. And I think I'm going to start using it. Um, but like when I do my like video about this weekend, cause now I've started to see that content more and it, that sentence rang so true to me. Yeah. I think it nails it. I never thought of it that way either. Yeah. And so that's been nice. Um, The reason I came out here originally is because our really, really close family friend who her dad is my godfather. So we call her my god sister, both of them god sisters. She's having twins and it was her baby shower. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And it was really great to see a lot of my parents' friends also because a lot of them were there and, you know, to see her and, you know, a lot of people that I knew growing up and stuff. Something that was really interesting, though, is that I looked around, and this was true on the beach, too, and when we were walking around in general, but especially at this baby shower. I looked around and was like, no one here looks like me. Oh, this is not what I thought you were going to say. Oh, what do you think I was going to say? I thought it was going to be something of like everybody was not single, like everybody had rings. Oh, well, that's true, too. I mean, half half the party was pregnant, literally. Oh, my God. Yeah. But like that, that's what I noticed. Sorry. Not to infringe on what happened to you, but uh, or your observation. Um, that's what I feel like. The I just was at a wedding oh, this yeah. weekend, and everyone was around, like my age, plenty of you know good-looking young people. Everyone's paired off, except for, sure. for, I guess, one guy who was single. Who then, you know, middle of the party, my mom comes over and is like very obviously kind of pointing at this man. And I'm like, could you not? And she's so, just like, like what, what do you, why do you think we're a good match? Because he's here by himself also? I mean, pretty much. That's literally it. It just was like, oh, so-and-so, the groom's friend, this guy. I'm like, stop making it so obvious. I already know what you're going to say. And she's like, he's single. I go, okay. Okay. Any more information? Do we have any more information for me? Is that it? Where does he live? What's he do? Do we have a name? Oh. It's just like, that's a single guy. So she's almost like, like dancing with me, trying to get me to dance near him. I'm like, okay. All right. Okay, we Thanks. get it. Okay. That was like when I when I was, played my volleyball tournament. Stop me if I've set, told the story already about my friend and I that I played with. I know I told you directly, but I don't think I said it on the pod. I don't think you said this out loud. No. Yeah, 
So I posted a picture of my very close friend who I've known for 10 years who is married. (laughs) I posted a picture of me and him and several people, five or six, responded with something like, you should date him. Not like, oh, is he single? Just you should date him. I'm like, based on what? He's a man? Just here's one. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Right. But also like I've known the man for 10 years. If I I think that probably would have happened if it were on the table for either of us. Yeah, right? Like, I was just like, okay. Because also, also, this is the thing at the wedding, right? Someone tells you, and you're also like, all right, well, did anyone tell him? Because he has made no effort to speak to me. Yeah, right? Why isn't someone like, dancing him towards me? Exactly. So I'm like, who's who's pushing this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it was it was my cousin's wedding. I think it was her mom. was like, FYI, I know everyone here, and your daughter and that guy are the only single people. Pair them off. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> But yeah. I, was, I was wanted to be like, we should, I should go up to him and be like, listen, um, this is like my whole family and everyone keeps telling me you're the single guy. want to play a prank and pretend to leave together and see everybody freak out. Ah! It's like, <laughs> what's the scenario? Like, I sit there like, oh, oh, you guys all approve of him? You think he's a nice guy? Cool if I leave with him? We're out of here. Come drive an hour tomorrow to pick me up. I'm going to stay over in this random oh town. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm always like, yeah. what's the thought what's process? The, yeah, what's the plan? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, so if the family approves, is it okay if I go hook up with this guy? Everyone would be Bye. like, uh, Erica, excuse me. <laughs> like, no, you have to come home with your parents. Like, oh, okay. Well, we really didn't think this plan wanted. out, did we? We didn't think it through. We didn't think it through at all. <laughs> My God. Yeah, the baby Sorry. showers are a little easier just because there are no men there, typically. Right. So, so that's why I was every- like, oh, is it Everybody rings? What is it? probably have rings, but like that, it, it's just women regardless. So... Mm-hmm. It was funny though that like over half, not not joking, over half of the like younger people, not the moms, but like the younger people were pregnant. Or there were like several babies there also. So either pregnant or like very recently had had babies. Um so it's 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 as if everyone's doing kind of the milestone together, which is always usually very common. Yeah. But the thing that the thing that struck me more was just the demographic and like mm-hmm reflecting on how different my life looks now because I like those are the people I grew up with right like that is that was the set that I grew up in and I think that's a big part of why New York City appeals to me too is because it is so much more diverse and San Diego definitely has diversity but it's just separated like it's just not as as mixed in as it is in New York and I think that's definitely something that appeals to me about the city and when I go to events like that, don't get me wrong, I had an amazing time. These are some of my closest friends. This is not any mm-hmm. judgment on anybody who was there. But when I go to events like that, it makes me kind of realize like, oh, this is one of the reasons why I never really felt like I fit. Because like, uh, how could I when like 75% of this room is blonde? Oh, also that. I noticed that because I'm a brunette in olive skin. I noticed yeah. that immediately. I'm like, oh, am I the only person that gets tanned in here? What is this? Yeah. No, so so that, that was before. interesting. I, and that's just something that I notice now that I didn't. I Because I, I didn't know any different at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but it was, it was great. And then, uh, yeah, my mom and I went out to dinner, the two of us last night, which was great. This morning, she took me to her trainer and just totally kicked my ass. <laughs> she's a beast she like she lifts like five times a week and is, we said she's like a marathon runner too right 
She Whatever. used to be before she had her hips replaced. And, and actually, right. she ran one more on her a hip replacement. She's oh my god, just on another level. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we went to her trainer. She was all excited for me to go. We had a lot of fun. Went to brunch after. And, yeah, we're just we're having a nice weekend. That's great. Do you have yeah. any, um, I guess, any – well, what? This is one week post the publicist news being public from the Correct. crowd. Correct. So do you have any, I don't know, I guess, how have you, how have you been feeling since it's like fully public? We had the episode about it. How how do you feel? I feel good. I think, you know, it's not, it's been interesting. One of the questions, so I, you know, I do my weekly AMAs. I'm not, not that actually that good at doing them weekly. You're very good at doing them weekly. (laughs) I'm I'm not, Um, but I've been doing them more recently. And this week, so previously the most common question was what's new with the publicist. This week, the most common question was like, or the, the, common theme was like how are you feeling or Mm -hmm. have you heard or talked heard from or talked to him yeah or have you wanted to like one of those types of of questions and it struck me when I read all these questions that not only I mean I haven't spoken to him didn't expect to Mm -hmm. although telegram did notify me that he joined the app so thanks. Yo, that Telegram. is the worst notification. I keep getting that from people. I don't even care. Like it's not like even other people. Like I don't give a shit that this person yeah. whose number I have and could very easily text is on this other makes app. Them, it automatically makes them like a conversation, right? Yeah, with a notification. Yeah, that's the part I'm like, what are we doing? And I turned off that in my settings, and it still does it anyway. <laughs> Besides that moment, I haven't even thought about it. Like it hasn't even mm. occurred to me to maybe talk to him or wonder about him or anything like that, which I, I mean, I think I'm just really at peace with the decision. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised to hear this. I just figured as a yeah. check-in, like, no, how totally. are you feeling? Cause um, there's been some studies about breakups and a lot of times there is this like two week when it ends, people usually feel like a relief, kind of like yeah. a weight off their shoulders a bit, no matter, uh-huh. kind of no matter how long you've been together. Or almost a, that freedom feeling, I guess. Right, right. But then, like, after that two weeks, there's suddenly a little bit of that, you know, missing them, creeping back in. Mm, that's where I'm at right now. Happen. I'm at, like, two weeks and change. Right. So that's that's why I was a little, like, how do we feel now? Yeah. So when it's fresh, make, it's almost a little sense. bit of a blur. Yeah. No, that makes sense that that would happen. Um yeah, I haven't really, I haven't really felt that. I have experienced what you're saying in the past, though. Now that I'm like thinking about it, mm-hmm. um, but no, it ha- that hasn't really happened. I think, you know, bringing this sort of news to the public sphere comes with its own stuff, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, of people's opinions. But uh, you know, like I said, I one of the one of the things that I really like about keeping my social media in line with the pod is that it had been about a week since it happened when people heard about it. And so I had already had time to be like, how do I feel about this before I can mm-hmm. find out how other people feel, which is great. Yeah, exactly. It gives you, gives you time with your own thoughts and decisions, which is a little bit nice about the delay. Oh, it's great. I mean that like I've said it before, but like it was your idea to kind of like do that delay really just from a like people not getting confused perspective Mm -hmm. i didn't expect it to also help in that sense in like letting my own feelings breathe a little bit it's been great yeah because it's hard it's hard when everybody likes somebody and it's also hard when everybody seems you know suspect of somebody 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, either way. Yeah, or like, you know, if you've been to therapy, you know, it's like they make you see it. Like, I have to see it. Until I see it, you know, nothing's going to change. Right, right. So... Yeah, you know, I'm still, I still feel like it was the right thing. It still sucks because he's a good person and I think I am too. And, you know, but two good people, you know, just because somebody else is single doesn't mean that they're a good match for you, i.e. the guy at the wedding. Yeah, like, what do you think is more frustrating? Being on a date with someone that you sit there saying, wow, this is a really nice guy and he seems really great, but I'm not feeling it. Mm. Or being on a date that you're just like, this is just bad. Like, I, hmm. I, I don't feel this great guy thing. I just feel no chemistry, nothing. I think it's worth, I think the second one frustrates me more because at least in the first one, the second one, I feel like I've fully wasted my time. Yeah. Because like, this is, I like, and I'm like, what, I, I'm thinking like, what science did I miss? How did I not realize that I was about to go out with someone who sucked so much? Like, depending on what happened, like the, <laughs> yeah. you know, the gone with the wind, for example, I'm like, how did yeah, this happen? Right. Or like the Tinder man. I'm like, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. But the guys that are really great that just aren't great for me actually just reinforce like, okay, there are good people out there and I just need to continue to meet people. And a lot of them are going to be good people. And eventually one of them will be good for me. Yeah. I think I find the guy that's good to be more frustrating because that's when all of a sudden I play the game of all the dating and relationship advice I've heard about giving those people more chances and go on the second date for sure. And uh, I was talking to my dad this morning, we had breakfast together and I do those Sunday questions. And one was Mm -hmm. about, I wasn't really feeling the attraction. And my dad immediately said, if that was the only thing and you really enjoyed talking to this person for sure, go on another date. You never know. And then when I had the camera off, all of a sudden he was thinking about his answer and he goes, you know, he's like a lot of people like it, you know, they take just a second to open up. And he's like, a lot of people are not, not, you know, amazing first impressionists. Those are usually bullshit people that are just bullshitters. So true. Charming people, like charming people go on a lot of good first dates. Yeah. But it was funny to hear it from a man who has never listened to a dating podcast or any dating advice. And also he's met my mom at 23 and he was like no those are usually bullshit people the good people he's like they take they take a while to open up and if there's substance there he's like explore that substance you know so it was i love that advice advice from your dad i know and i don't disagree with that advice but i think that's that's why that those dates even feel more frustrating because you're like yeah i feel like this isn't for me but this is a good person so should i how many chances should i give it I think is the the question follow-up that always happens. Yeah. Well, somebody in my AMA this week asked me what the most frustrating part of dating is for me or like the hardest part of dating or something like that. And I said, it is the pressure from outside people. And I wasn't even talking about like my social media following. Like I was just, even before I had this, just friends, family, whatever. It's the pressure of like, well, they're great. Like, well, you, you've been on some X number of dates. You've met X number of people. Like what was so wrong with all these people? Like that is the hardest part. I think for me is what you're saying of like continuing to go on dates with people who like on paper should be great. Yeah. Or like you said, in person, they are great, Yeah, yeah, but there's just some missing link and you know, especially I've said it before on this 
you know, podcast, I, I typically don't pay for my first couple dates with people, but then I start to feel like I'm using someone if I don't have a certainty of being into them and they're paying for these dates. And I, and I, if I keep going out with them, it's like, well, at what point am I now being the asshole of still going out with this guy? And I couldn't tell you if I was into him yet or not. Right. Yeah. And not saying that a man paying for a date, you owe him anything. No, but I, I mean, I, get, I, I think of it just saying. of owing them time. I'm taking their time that they could be going out with somebody else. Yeah. Cause I would be frustrated of like, what would my barometer be of like a man being unsure? And I hit however many dates, like what number of date would I sit there and be like, Hey man, if you don't know by now, like, tell me, like, we don't got to do this. Charade. Yeah. You know, I've thought about that in reverse too, because it's so, it's so less often that we hear about a guy, a guy who dates women, like going on a date with somebody and saying like, well, I wasn't really attracted to her, but I'm going to see, go out with her again and see, like, we never hear that happening. I, for the very first time, got some DMs from a guy friend of mine. Really? Ooh. Yeah. And I'd say it's like a loose tie friend. It's like friend okay. of a friend, someone's roommate. We've met a couple sure. times at a party. And he was messaging me asking, what is the advice on attraction? Mm -hmm. And I said, how long have you been, how many dates have you been on? And he said, they've been dating for like five months. Oh no. And he was like, I just, he's like, I am attracted to her. It's not that I'm not attracted to her, but like, I'm not super attracted to her. Like there was a weird, obviously uh, I'm butchering it because I'm not looking at the messages and, and yeah, I don't yeah. mean this to be mean, but he was being like, she has all the other things. It's all the on paper things. He's like, I really do like her and enjoy her company. But I said to him, like, listen, man, if you still have this feeling like it's not fully there, I was like, after five months, like, that's a long time. I was like, you'd have to, you'd have to let her go. I said, if she saw this conversation, she would break up with you. I was just thinking how hurt I would be if yeah. I saw that my boyfriend, I'm assuming that they were exclusive at this yeah, point. Yeah, was her was her boyfriend, and he yeah. was he was my... going to go home with her and meet the parents. So also like a monumental stone like that, uh -huh. he was like, I have to make sure I'm really in. Yes, and there was just there were a lot of those concrete things. They did a line, and he's like, I think she's so wonderful. I think she's so great. And I said, Do you see yourself really being with her? I said, and, and introducing her to your friends and bringing her around, mm -hmm. and like attraction or not. But I was like, yo, dude, if that was me, she's going to pick up on that. I'm like, there's going to be a point she picks up on like, hey, are you like not proud to be with me or something? Like what's going on? And I told yeah. and I said to him, you are not a bad guy. I was like, you are not a bad guy. Stop thinking you're a bad guy. I was like, I would have told you to end it sooner, honestly. Like, yeah, I think so too. You know, I was like, you gave it a very fair shot. I was like, you gave it a very fair shot and you still feel like there's this bridge you're not going to cross. I was like, you, you got to cut it before meeting the parents. Like, I was like, that's just going to crush it more. If you come home, you do a fun weekend home. The parents yeah. like you, like, you know, but, but it was something like it's, it, I think it's like, it got kind of too deep. And then he was suddenly like, oh shit, like right. I let it go too far. But I, and I would give that the same advice to men, women, whoever, you know, Anyone. and attraction isn't everything, you know, but it's like, that was the, that was the first time I honestly had heard of it from a guy. And especially for yeah. that long of time. Because if That's anything, a very long time, right? If anything, I had producer Mike actually um, thought to set me up with someone because uh, we were both single. That was the only thought, and <laughs> and and nice guy, Thanks, right? Mike. That always gets thrown in. Nice guy, sure. sure, sure. And he says to me, and I'm like, okay. And we were at something that then this guy was there, so I got to meet him and talk to him. 
and after Mike was like, you know, what do you think? And I said, I said, well, I said, I did like talking to him. Like he does seem like a really nice guy and personality. And I said, I was like, to be honest, I said, I'm not super attracted to him at mm-hmm. first meet. I was like, but I'd still go out with him. And immediately Mike was like, oh, never mind. Like most men don't even double think this yeah. as an idea. He was like, you're not attracted to him. He goes, so why would you go out with him? I'm like, because I could be. I was like, I met him. I think I could be. It's not yeah. It's not a total no. It's I was not like, a it's zero. Just, it's not zero. It wasn't a zero. You know what I mean? Like, I was just being honest with my friend. I was like, yeah, I guess on that front, I wasn't like, wow, holy crap. This is my <laughs> ultimate type, you know? But but I was like, no, I'd still go out with him. And Mike was so confused. <laughs> And I feel like any man that I've said this to about attraction growing has just been confused. They're like, yeah, what do you I mean? mean, we're getting different advice. Yeah. And I say, I'm like, this is what's said to women. I don't know what people tell you. And they're like, no one at all expects us to go out with a woman that we're not attracted to. So if anything, the guy, even though he did five months, I was like, look, I actually give you props. Most men would not look into this farther whatsoever. Yeah. Like, I'm like you really tried, but you tried for too long. I still don't think yeah. you're mean. Yeah. We, but we, I, we, we tried a little too close to the sun. Let's back it up. Yeah, but it, I think it was just a moment he needed to hear someone be like, it's okay that this is the reason you're ending it. And I said, absolutely yeah. do not tell this person this is the reason. I was that's like, you gotta, not a ne- That's not was, necessary information. Oh, I was like, you got to come up with something else. I was like, just say you don't see the future. You don't see yeah. the marriage thing. You don't, you don't think it'd be good if you made her parents, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, never, ever, ever fucking say that. Like, And oh delete God. all these messages. This conversation <laughs> never happened. Because that's all I could think. Light was, it on oh fire God. immediately. Well, if I'm being honest with you, there are people I dated that I looked look back on, and I genuinely think they were attracted to me, but not attracted to me enough, if I'm being honest. Because right. I felt I was being hidden. And I'm like, I'm being hidden for some reason. I don't know why. I couldn't figure it out. And it's like, is that the answer? Is it not? I don't know. But at my core, I was like, oh, I think it's like you really liked me, but there was something of like, I was never going to be the girlfriend you brought into the room and called me your girlfriend and introduced me to people. Yeah. I mean, I've ended things with people because I didn't feel like they were attracted to me enough where I felt, where I felt like, and that's like a, that's a weird way to put it. I think that I, what I just, what I just said, (laughs) but no, but I think it's exactly what I felt. I'm like, there's something I can tell there's something missing here. Yeah. Like it was like, I don't think like, I, like you said, I knew that, that there's like a, a specific person that I have in mind that I'm thinking about where like, I knew that he thought the world of me. I knew that he mm-hmm. thought I was amazing. He told me that all the time, like all of these things. But when it came down to the physical aspects of our relationship, I felt like he wasn't all there yeah. and he just wasn't. Like he just didn't have that. Like if you're watching the video, I'm making like a, like an, uh, the, yeah, the little oomph, the yeah, that doesn't little doesn't put his arm around you, doesn't grab you, pull you closer. Like I was missing that from the exact guy I'm thinking about. Of yeah. all of a sudden you get the, oh, I'm not really a PDA guy. I'm mm. like, okay, and in my head I was like, I've never been a big PDA person, but also like this is the first I've actually really dated someone, and I would really liked them, and suddenly I realized, oh. It's not that you weren't a PDA person, Erica. It's that you just didn't like anyone and didn't have this mutual, we like each other relationship. Yeah. I I remember one specific example of the person that I'm thinking about where I was over at his place and I had spent the night, we were like getting dressed in the morning and I was like 
for some reason I was wearing like a shirt and my like underwear and they were like very cute underwear. And he like made a comment about like how I looked good in the underwear. Yeah. But then like that that was it. Oh, and like I was no like, kiss, no nothing. No, nothing. Like he was just like, oh, like look at those underwear. I was like, oh, they're over here if, on me if you want to. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. I could see both sides know? on that one. I'm not going to lie. Of like, he might have seen like me making the compliment is me showing interest. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think it also was like a, a compilation of how I had already been feeling. Where, like, I was, like, you've talked about before, like, where in this particular relationship, I was always the one initiating. hmm Yeah. And it, it felt like a, just another example of, like, <sighs> like, yeah. that was what, what do I got to do? Same thing. Yeah. And when you feel like you're always initiating, it's just, it's like the longer or the more you keep initiating, the worse you just feel. And, yes. and, and honestly, you probably were looking for more, because I totally was. I was like, I probably wouldn't be this touchy with you if I wasn't feeling kind of like starved for this attention and affection in this way. Exactly. And I think that the uh, case in point is me telling that story, even me telling it, I'm like, oh, that actually doesn't sound that bad. And you're like, yeah, I could see both sides of that. But like in my frame of mind, when I had been dealing with this and we'd also talked about it it's like heightened and everything becomes heightened. And then eventually it's like, I can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. We were like, I, th- I'm just going to throw in the towel. Yeah. I'm so. like, I can't strut around in these cute underwear anymore. I'm like, I <laughs> gotta go. Yeah. I get it. It sucks. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, that was a, a long tangent, but the only other little update slash non update that I have is I'm continuing to gather data on HingeX. I need to hold myself more accountable to engage with it so that like I can actually figure out if it's learning more about what okay. I like. But but I'm curious about this. So you've been home, so you haven't been as active on the app. Yeah. Have you still received more likes than usual on yes. the daily? Yes. Okay, so it's still working that part of its bargain as well. It's still showing you to more people, it sounds like. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm definitely getting more likes coming in, and I am still liking more of those likes, if that makes sense. Like, I'm, matches, I'm yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm like turning more of those likes into matches. But I, I need to do better about sending them out so that mm-hmm. it can like learn more because I'm not giving it very much data right now. So I'm going to do that. And I've also been texting with a guy from Tinder – Oh, another Tinder man. Another Tinder man who doesn't have a nickname yet. But um, he's gone all this week and next week on family vacation. So hopefully we will set up a date when I get back. He did specifically say pretty early on, the only reason I haven't asked when you're free for drinks is because I'm gone for the next two weeks. Okay, fair. Communicative. Yeah. I'm for it. I'm like, okay, great. So we've been talking like every couple of days, one of us will like send a smoke signal being like, you know. Hey, I'm doing this. They're just kind of checking in. So we'll see. Not bad. Um, yeah, for me on the swipe front, I did update my apps. I talked about that on an episode. And then um, I have been more active. I even did, I think I did not full premium, but like the unlimited amount of likes one. The It's like $10 or something for a week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bumble Boost, I think. 
something like that. Yeah. So I did yeah. that version just for a week. I was like, let me do this. Really swipe a lot. See what's up. I have messaged all my matches. I have only gotten a few replies. That's so which frustrating. I'm not going to lie. Not frustrating, but it does feel like a, almost a little bit of more of a self-esteem kind of kick where you're like, oh, okay. All right. Um, so yeah, upon going back to LA, I go back the 13th. Oh, I actually do have a show in LA right when I get back. Uh, I've had a few people oh. message me. It's um, July 15th at Flappers Comedy Club, which is in like the Burbank area. Um, Jordan Fisher actually is headlining. I'm opening for him. So he's oh, in town headlining. I'm opening. It'll be a great show. I know Jordan. His comedy's great. If you like my comedy, you'll love Jordan. Um, so anyway, quick plug. But uh, I think upon going back to LA, I think I might make a total shift because I was on Bumble in LA and I was messaging people, but same thing of I just didn't, mm-hmm. I just didn't feel it was successful for me. So yeah. I'm like, maybe I'll take Bumble off my phone. I'll re-download Hinge, redo my profile, fresh start. Because mm-hmm. I think I overall do best when I just focus on one app. I don't think I can hop Makes around sense. too much, honestly. But I also was like, maybe I will try Tinder. I don't know. One of them. I'll give one of them a shot. Mix it up. I, I mean, been I, I've been digging Tinder lately. I don't blame you. I think it's um kind of the uh, like zig when everybody zags idea mm-hmm. yeah um, I'm like i'm i'm making tinder happen make it happen one way or another yeah I'm, I'm really trying it's just it is hard for me to not get down using apps if i'm being honest um but i have a few things in the works of like just being social and i have more friends in la i haven't seen yet so i want to go out see them yeah. so i want to do a good combo of like make sure i'm out make sure i'm being social meeting people friends of friends that route because that always feels like oh i'm meeting people i'm new to this area and it feels successful even if i'm not getting dates from it right it's like okay i'm making this place more of a home is how i see it and try not to have that at the forefront of my mind of like and am i meeting anyone and am i you know yeah kind of thing uh so yeah i'm gonna do i'm gonna do one of them i haven't figured it out yet but when i'm back i'm gonna hunker down a little bit more because i'll be in one place for two months so that gives me a a lot easier yeah, much easier. So, listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So, get your tickets if you want to come. Experience some magic live. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week, so and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyde.com slash live to find an easy link, also in our bios, to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come. DC Comedy Loft, Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand-up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand-up shows. Start swiping on Hinge. Bring a date. Have a good time. And you'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. 
travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrheight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. Well, this week we have like a little bit of a palate cleanser episode, something we thought would be a little fun. Um, So we do uncensored episodes over on the Patreon where people ask, you know, spicier questions, questions about sex, et cetera. And somebody had submitted just an embarrassing story for one of our uncensored episodes. And I'm like, you know what? This would be a fun main pod episode to not only just sex stories, but just embarrassing dating stories, phone throwing moments, if you will, uh, to use an old pod, some old pod lingo. And, And we have some of our own to share in addition to the listener submissions. Yeah. So we start, what should we start with? Some of these quick bullet ones? What do, what do you want to do? Uh, yeah. Let's do some of the quick bullet ones. Some of these actually made me laugh out loud. Like they were like very short. I was expecting to get more DMs than um, question box because I just assumed that most of the embarrassing stories would be too long for the box. Well, maybe because they're embarrassing people. People are like, let me shorten this. Um, let's keep this quick. <laughs> I don't need to relive this too much. Um, okay. So... So there were just a just a general, uh, like a uh, what's the word I want to use? General warning that like some of the stories oh gross. Yeah, at least I mean, some gross, of the ones that I got. Gross is you know judgmental of the person. So, well, no, I mean Not like like I mean like to each their own on that. Some people think gross, some people think funny. That's what I meant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just mean like if you are a squeamish, if you are a squeamish person. <laughs> You might not want to listen to some of these stories. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Um, okay, not this one, but I thought this was funny. This person says, I was on a date, this was just two days ago, and spilled the, a whole pint of beer into my lap. Literally every drop. Oh, God, that's brutal. The whole beer. Like, how does that even happen? That's just brutal because you are truly soaked. Oh, that's So sucks. wet. Oh, man. Well. Hopefully they bought you another beer. <laughs> I yeah, hope so. Um, I had somebody else who there were several people who wrote in saying that they had meant to text a friend while their date was in the bathroom about their date and accidentally texted the date instead. Oh my god! Like this oh, that's person horrifying. said, date went to the bathroom, meant to text a friend, IDK if I like him or hate him, but I texted <gasps> him instead. Oh my god, was he on the, was he at the table when she came out? I would have left. I <laughs> Well I he was like, in the, he was the one in the bathroom. So oh. maybe he maybe he would just like leave out the back. Oh my god. May, if I was the one if the person was oh. in the bathroom and I got that text, I'd be like, check please. I'm out. Oh man, I would just die. Oh. Have you ever accidentally Ooh. texted the person that you were talking about? Like a guy that you were talking about? Have you ever accidentally done that? Um, I talked about it on this pod. I screenshotted my conversation with the producer to the producer. Yep, yep, yep. And I just was that. like, fucking kill me. And what was funny is he immediately was like, yeah, we don't got to talk about this. <laughs> this <laughs> was like, I know, I know you're sending this to a friend to get an opinion. And we don't have to break it down. And I was like, uh, my bad on that. Because I... especially mundane conversation. I'm like, imagine I screenshotted like sexting someone and sent oh it to God. a friend. Like, did look you, at me. Yeah. Look how sexy I'm being, huh? And they're like, uh, hey, it's me. It's me. me. Had you attached any commentary to it? Or was it just the screenshot? It was just the screenshot. I put my okay, phone on airplane good. mode right away, thinking it wouldn't send through. 
So it no, didn't. It, it, but, but then upon opening your phone, it automatically sends it anyway. Yes. Which, yes. why? Why, Apple? <laughs> like, there, there was no option. And the unsend thing only works if they have the update or whatever. Right, but yeah, they you still see you unsent it. Because I hit up a comedian once for a gig, and they didn't answer. I went and checked their website. I was like, shit, they're out of town. So I just unsent the message. Yeah. Ten minutes later, you get a message. It's like, what did you unsend? You're like, well, fucking. Oh, God. You know? like That, I that defeats know. the whole purpose of the unsend if they're going to exactly. tell them. Exactly. Especially if we're not in an active conversation. It's like, don't tell them there was something. But Instagram does that and doesn't tell you who, which is even worse, I think. Yeah, like someone unsent a someone message. Someone unsent a message. Like, stop trying to stir the pot, Instagram. Right? <laughs> give, me, give me a break, dude. I, I've accidentally texted people that I was talking about far too often. Not in a knock on wood, now that I've said this, I'm going to do it, but not in a really long time. But I remember, like, when I very first got an iPhone. So it was like, and I had a BlackBerry before that. So, like, there was no screenshotting. Like, there, it, yeah. it was much different, more difficult to do something like that. I had been texting with this guy. We'll call him John for the purpose of the story. So I'd been dating this guy and going on dates with him. And I hadn't heard from him in a while. And I was just about to just like eat my own hand. I was so anxious mm-hmm. about it. But not to the point where I would text him, of course. No. Oh, of course not. No. No. Of course not. Not 26-year-old me. And so he finally texted me, invited me to some barbecue. I don't know, whatever. And I screenshotted that and accidentally sent it back to him and said, John finally texted me. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. But at least that's not like a talking shit one. That's not that bad. No, but like, I'm embarrassing. Yeah, you're like, oh, I just, I mean, not that I believe he, in upper hands, but that's a moment you go, I just, I just fully lost any power everything. I had. I just lost everything. Um, he didn't reply. We never <gasps> spoke again. You just never, so you didn't go to the barbecue? I still would have went. Didn't, didn't go to the barbecue. Never spoke again. My, my psycho ass would have went. I'm like, well, he fucking invited me. So He invited me. I'm here. I'm excited as noted. Oh, I'm, a, I'm an address it type. I would have just done an up arrow and been like, clearly I'm excited to go. See oh, you soon. God. <laughs> I have invite me now. <laughs> yeah. So I've done that several times where I've like accidentally sent something, mm-hmm. but I have also, this was again, over a decade ago. I would not do this now. I have also pretended to accidentally send something to someone to open up a conversation. Oh, that is a move. I've never done that, but I've, I've witnessed that move be made mm-hmm. a few times. And not about the person. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't like screenshot our conversation and send it to him and be like, oops, that wasn't for you. But like about something completely and totally irrelevant yeah, like, like, what time is that volleyball? Our volleyball game tomorrow, and you're like, oh, yeah. wrong, John. Sorry. Oopsies. But like, how you been? <laughs> yep, literally, literally me. Oh, this is this is where women win. We are more calculated in this yeah. department. Um, okay. This one I think is very fun. Uh, my parents found my bl- my butt plug when helping me move. No, did they know what it was? See, this is why I think it's funny. I think it's even funnier when they don't know what it is. Oh, no. But it's like, our parents, you know, parents have been around the block, right? I know it's weird to think about with your own parents, but I'm like, yeah. No I was just naive. thinking, I wonder if my mom would know. And then I'm like, I don't want to know if she would know. I, I, I have no desire to know if she would know. <laughs> um, but that's, I, a, that's a classic one. I once, so I had like gone home. 
this was like just after college. I had gone home for something and I had left one of my suitcases there to go mm-hmm. back and my dad was packing it up for me of like stuff that I had at home and he was going to pack it up and like send it back. But it was a suitcase that I had brought with me from New York. Mm-hmm. And he packed it up for me and he sent it back. And when I received it, in the front pocket was my vibrator that I didn't remember I had packed in that front pocket myself to bring home. Mm-hmm. Yep. To this day, I don't know if he ever opened that pocket and saw it. Yeah. He I mean, probably did. Probably. And then they just go, I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to zip that back up like I'm it gonna never I'm going to pretend I never happened. saw this. Yep. That's a, that's a classic dad move. Yeah. Just a... I feel like my mom would find it and be like, I cleaned it for you. I'm like, okay, thank you. Thank you so much. She'd be like, remember to clean them. My mom is a clean freak. She'd be like, are you cleaning them? I I looked it up online. You need to clean them every blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, okay, (laughs) thanks for the tip. Thanks for the tip. Thanks. Just throw it out. Just throw it out. Please throw it out. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Um, Somebody else once sends an accidental voice note bitching about a guy to the guy. A voice note. That's kind of great, though. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I think that's hilarious. If I got that voice note, I would laugh. I'd be like, well, at least I know at least I know the honest truth. Oh my god. Especially if it was about something kind of dumb. Yeah, like if it I was like legit the- concerns. Oh, no, but like some dumb like we had plans and then this idiot invited his friend and da 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 like something like that is is kind of comical because I almost would be like, you see, you see how nice I am to you? I'm really annoyed, but I was being very nice to you. I was being so nice. And I was venting oh, that man. somewhere else. It accidentally got sent to you. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. Okay, listen to this one. I had a guy give me a titty twister on our date at no. the table. No. I, I'm like, how, how did titty twisters come up, let alone happen in real life? So there's no, I assume there's no other contacts. We don't know if this was a first date, if they knew each other. We don't know any of that. It, it feels like a first date. I don't know why, but it oddly feels to me like a first date. But I'm just like. Honestly, this be would be unacceptable me. if my boyfriend did it. Uh, unacceptable if anybody did it. Yeah. Like, that doesn't matter who you are. Completely unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. What? I don't ah. know. Oh, my God. That's something that would happen. And I probably would just be frozen in shock. Like, did that like, just happen? Right. Like, un, un, I'm unsure if I'm hallucinating right now. Yeah. Um, okay. A guy asked if I wanted to read a sample of his writing and then sent me a porno story with my name in it. No. no. It just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, that you need more of a heads up. Sample of my writing is very vague. It's so vague. It's not the same. <laughs> I would only find that thoughtful if it was fan fiction of a show that was one of my favorite shows. I, Does that I, make sense? Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna need to know this man pretty well before I think that's cool. Oh, still true. But I'm like the only way I see this as somewhat romantic is if you're like I wrote a fan fiction piece of you and Jim from The Office. I know that's your favorite show. <laughs> I'd be like, well, I kind of appreciate that. I guess you're you're a very open minded man that can envision me with another person. But thanks. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, that's pretty bold. That's pretty bold. It's really bad. Damn. Um. Oh, how about this? I think I saw a TikTok of a similar story of this one. I once accidentally wiped part of my eyebrow pencil off. Looked <gasps> like I lost half a brow. <laughs> That's pretty comical. 
Did they not? Did, did the person not say anything? I I doubt that they said anything. I doubt it because that was I saw a TikTok and it was a girl who I think only filled in one eyebrow, and they like left for the date. Her and her boyfriend, and she came home and she makes a TikTok like, "You didn't tell me I only had one eyebrow." <laughs> like she had very blonde eyebrows, and she's like, "You didn't tell like." And he was like, I, I didn't really notice. She's like, how do you not notice? It's my face. It's right there. Oh my God. <sighs> Similarly, I got this DM. Had a first date at a Tex-Mex restaurant for brunch. I was feeling pretty good about myself the whole time. When I got back to the car and looked in the mirror, I had beans stuck in every single tooth. No, every single like, tooth? Say something. <laughs> oh, my God. Everything? Every oh, that's bad. Oh, that's bad. Have you ever had someone on a first date tell you you had something in your teeth? I have. You have? I've never yeah. had. I have actually asked people before. If I feel like I have something, I'll ask. I'll be like, I'm sorry, real quick. Do I have something stuck in my teeth? Yeah, I've had people weird. tell me. And then, like, sometimes then it gets awkward because if you can't, if you don't get it right away and then they have to, like, direct you to where it is, then it's just like, yeah. this has gone on too long. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go to the bathroom. I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay. The year is 2008. My first date with a new guy after my first big breakup. I got diarrhea from nerves. God. Oh, God. He, he overheard me frantically whisper calling a friend to come get me. <gasps> oh, my God. In the bathroom? Offered, I'm not sure. Offered to drive me home, but then dropped his keys in the snow and we couldn't find them for 15 minutes. I was nearly in tears from holding in the diarrhea. Oh, my God. Oh, my he God. Wanted, he did want a second date. That's very sweet. I think the whole thing actually is very sweet. He heard yeah. her whisper and basically be like, I have diarrhea. I don't know what's happening. Help. I would feel so bad. Like on that date, I'd be like, oh my God, let's get this person home. Yeah. And then lost his keys. That's and brutal. And lost his keys in the snow for 15 minutes. Oh, I feel for that guy. That actually, that was a sweet recovery of an awkward situation. Very sweet recovery. Agreed. Very, very sweet. Um, okay. I have this one. We matched on Hinge and had been chatting for a bit, and she really liked oysters. So after drinks, we went to an oyster bar. We ordered a dozen. She only has four, so I have the remaining eight. She then orders another dozen. Same result. Repeat two more times. What? We then had, like, so basically he ordered, what, three rounds of oysters, and she ate 12? But she kept ordering a dozen. So he ate 24 oysters? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I'm kind of like, did... Did you eat really fast? Like, I don't, I don't want to accuse you or anything, but like, I'm a fast eater. I'm a very fast eater. It's very bad that I have to be very conscious of sharing situations of like, there's 12. Erica have six. Even if you have them quicker, like then you're done. Like then you're done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she, maybe she just needed more and didn't, didn't want to tell him he was eating too fast. Right. Or on a date, if the other person is chattier, you're going to eat faster because you're not talking. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I eat so slow, so I'm like the opposite. I'm like always the one. I'm always the one that's in my head. Like, yeah, that wasn't theirs. <laughs> yeah, see, that I'm not. I'm that the wasn't opposite. your oyster. That was my oyster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Wait. There's more. That we yeah, then yeah. head towards dinner reservations at a fondue restaurant, and after being seated, I start feeling unwell. Oh, no. I end up dashing off to the bathroom and being violently ill for the next two hours. The restaurant <sighs> staff kept checking in on me and leaving rather quickly, mostly due to the noises I was making. Oh, no. When I came out, she had left and later <gasps> unmatched me. <gasps> How rude! 
How come she didn't check? What the fuck? How long till you check? Your date goes to the bathroom? How long do you check? I feel oh, like that's 20 really minutes. Question. I might send a text oh, and be like, I think way before okay? 20 minutes, I would send a text. So I, so te- so I guess text check-in, 10 minutes? Also, I'm, Ten? we're talking about, gu- still, we're I talking don't about know. guys. I know, but T, I would be like, 10 minutes, I'd go, oh, maybe he really had to poop. Yeah, and maybe, I wouldn't want maybe him more to, like 15. Feel weird. Maybe more but like also, 15. in this scenario, I think I'd be like, well, he did have 24 oysters. Or how many oysters? Yeah. How long Not did he say he was 18? gone for? Fuck. Why can't I do math? What is eight times three? It's 24. Okay. I was right. Yeah. 24 oysters. I would immediately well, long- be like, is he sick from the oysters? Would be my first How long thought. did he say he was gone for? Well, he said overall he ended up being in there for two hours. Oh, my God. So, like, here's the thing. I don't expect the girl to be there after two hours. No, no, no. But how was there no check-in? Uh, agreed also i feel like i would have said something if i were him yeah like, but i, I but, mean maybe but when it's that, that quick sick. when yeah, it's that quick you gotta sick, run because you, yeah. you probably they probably thought like i might have to throw up we'll throw up yeah. we'll feel better but like i don't understand how there was no check of like Nothing. i get that the staff's going in there but like i would get a staff member especially like obviously bathroom i'd you know try to find a male staff member and be like hey yeah. um i think my date is still in the bathroom i think he might be sick or something like like this is my name you know say so-and-so is asking if you're okay like yeah yeah something humane just to leave and then unmatch is is yeah, just that's such a nuts. coward rude thing to me that's really rude um si- similar sick on date submission i got the stomach flu on a first date and puked we were sitting down and i puked in my purse because i couldn't make it to the restroom <sighs> oh god then Almost fainted when I tried to get up to go to the bathroom. I was going to call an Uber, but I puked again. So I let him drive me home and I puked five more times on the drive home. Each time he pulled over, held my hair and passed me wet wipes. Oh, God. That, that is very sweet of how they handled it. But oh, my God. They went out for a whole month after that. Wow. This is the new relationship test. Moral of the puke. story. Puke on dates. Puke in front of your potential person oh my god i mean it will it will show is someone really nurturing and caring but i'm like i'm a caring person but like i don't know puking that many times that's that's pretty tough it's pretty really tough. bad yeah um have you ever puked Ooh. on someone no i have not i knock on wood unfortunately i got a pretty good stomach i'm not a, not a big puker oh uh, i have oh god it was uh a situation where my gag reflex was activated if like you, you were know giving what I mean? Uh huh. <laughs> you could just say it. You could just say and it. This is this know. is surprisingly very common, by the way. Yeah. So I puked on him, and then he left. This was in college, also. This was like a, a hookup situation. Like not. I mean, no judgment. Nobody. No. Way. Yeah. No. 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 But what I but the, what I mean is that it wasn't like somebody that I was like dating consistently. Mm-hmm. So. I was extra mortified because I was like this random guy. It was also somebody I had a crush on for a long time. Yep. And he, he like cleaned himself off, gathered his things. And as he walked out, he said, if I left anything here, just keep it. Oh my God. That's so rude. 
It was so mean. If I left anything, keep it. Basically, like, I never want to have to see you. That's never so terrible. Never speak to me again. Yeah. That's so terrible. Because obviously, yeah, was, you were like, I was doing my best. I was really I going was for trying. it, dog. I was giving it the I was good really trying. Try. I was really trying. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm yeah, so I was sorry. mortified. I was mortified. That's so brutal. I'm so sorry. Because any story I've heard from my friends that this has happened to, the, the men were very cool about it. They were very like, not hey, good, don't worry about man. it. It's okay. Ooh, that's bad. The only, I'm like, the one college story that stuck out to me for myself was I remember having sex with somebody and then I don't know if it was like we took a pause or it stopped or we went, oh, I think we went to switch positions was what it was. And I didn't know like what a queef was. Uh, yeah. And so the first time that happens, you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> You know, well, you think and, you like farted or like you like don't know. Well, the odd thing was like all of a sudden I hear something or I feel like something with my vagina. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And I oddly instinctively just put my fingers in there. <laughs> I'll never forget just being like, what? Like you thought you could just plug it? Yeah. Like all of a sudden I was like, what? And I remember he looked at me. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, nothing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's like, what was that? I was like, this felt like the right thing to do. What was what? He's like, what? And then <laughs> you just gaslit him into thinking nothing had happened. I, because he was not looking, but then obviously when he looked over, I suddenly just had my, you just had your inside. fingers in yourself. <laughs> I'll never forget being like, what is this? But in my head, I'm like, what the hell was that noise? And also I'm like, why are my fingers in myself? <laughs> oh my God. Did you look it up later? Like, how did you find out I what did. happened? Well, immediately I looked it up later and then, because I was, obviously I like asked some friends and they're like, oh, you queefed. I'm like, what is a queef? And they said it's from the expansion. It's like a release of air or whatever. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's very common that it can happen. And they were like, what did you do? I was like, I, I just put my fingers in there. But, <laughs> what else would like, you do? And I remember removing them and all of a sudden there was noise. I just put them back in. I was like, nope. <laughs> it's nope. not safe. It's nope. not safe. They have to stay nope. in. I know, but the, <laughs> it's. But they were very like, eh, that happens. Like people were very unfazed, and I was just sitting there like, I, I, I don't know. I didn't know what that was. I was completely blindsided. Oh my god! And obviously, like I think it was what like the second person I ever had sex with. I, I was like just mortified of like, I, what happened? What was that? What was that? Or also in your head, you're like, is that hot? Is this a hot thing? <laughs> like I don't know. I literally don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, the other one I have from college is this is when I was home. It was in between, I think freshman and sophomore year maybe. And I had had a party at my parents' house. And so I had, it was when I was waitressing. And so I had like a bunch of people from CPK over and we were all, you know, like had beer pong going, all this stuff, whatever. It was my parents' house. And there was this guy, I'll call him Daniel for the sake of the story. This guy, Daniel, that I had a mega crush on. He was one of the valets at the restaurant. I was a hostess mm-hmm. at the time. He was valet. And I had this mega crush on him. I had been wondering all week if he was going to come to my party. I was doing those things where I would, like, casually mention the party when I, like, knew he could hear and, like, other people were coming, whatever. I was, like, trying to, like, get him there. So he shows without up without just inviting him. This is the part I'm. Oh, I had invited everybody, but I had I I couldn't oh. bring myself to individually invite him. So you're like, I to was like, too. He needs to think it's going to be such a cool party. He has to come. Exactly. Like I was yeah. like, I can't bring myself to individually be like Daniel. 
you should come to my party. Mm-hmm. I invited the whole restaurant, but like I didn't, uh, you know, God forbid I directly tell someone that they, that I want them to come to a party. So he comes and I'm panicked. I'm like, <laughs> this is so, uh, why I, is this your move? I, expe- I know. I, you I like used- make a plan. The plan works. And then you panic. It's like, <laughs> what? I, what? Like, if you want to hear mind blowing to me, if you want to hear more stories of why Erica's saying this of mine, <laughs> listen to when I, the last time I was on shooters going to shoot. Yeah. You told these stories that I was like, your plan worked. Why? Why? Why the, the panic? problem is the problem is, is that I would make these plans, but, but I wouldn't have a plan for what, if the plan worked. Like I wouldn't have prepared that far because I didn't okay, think it was going to work. Like he's at your house and you're sitting there like, how do I talk to him? Like, yes, where's the exactly. panic coming in? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I had spent so much time just thinking about like, I hope he comes that I yeah. hadn't spent any time thinking about what happens if he does. I had almost no experience with guys at this at this point. So like I was so panicked. I didn't know what to do. And I just, I overcorrected. I was all over this man. Oh, like no. sitting down in his lap, <gasps> no. uninvited. Oh, like boy. taking his hat off his head and putting it on my head. I mean, the hat is the classic high school move. Yeah. I'm going to take but your hat. No. He didn't want me to take his hat. Like, no, it makes men furious. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a really, it's a really terrible move we all thought was cute. Not They're cute. Like, I'm taking my hat. Give it back. You're like, I'm wearing the hat for a, per- for a reason. Put, give me back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I was like, I was just, all, I was all over him and it was just in, in hindsight, bad, just really bad. And then <laughs> they left. The party kind of winded down him and his friend who he'd come with left. I decided that I should message him on MySpace. Oh God. And I messaged him being like, I was having so much fun. Why did you leave? This is one of the reasons I'm glad MySpace doesn't exist anymore because this message can forever be gone. And he wrote back and said, yeah, cool party. You came on a little strong, though. In the future, I wouldn't do that. (laughs) He was trying to help you out. He was. (laughs) He still was very nice about it. That was a nice rejection in a way. He was. In in hindsight, he was very nice about it while being direct and, like, telling me exactly what the issue was. But I... I thought I was never going to go to work again. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, I was like, well, much, oh, I. Was there an age gap or he was your age? He was maybe a couple years older than me. Okay. I was like, th- that was a lot of confidence. I'm like, I, I don't think I've ever heard of, I don't know if you're a high school, college, but either way, I'm like, I, I never had a man be really that direct and blunt with me. He was very nice direct. Way. Yeah. I was, it was in between freshman and sophomore year. So I was 19. He was in college. So he was, I don't know, 20, 21, something like that. Okay, but it makes sense of the confidence. I was like, wow, this guy really had the self-confidence and the calmness to be like, I got the message. Uh, I, I was aware. I was aware you were into me. <laughs> I, I got it. <laughs> I was oh. so mortified. I just burst into tears. I took the next week off. I like gave away all my shifts for the next week because I just like couldn't That's bear so to be funny. in the restaurant. Uh, I'm not surprised. I, I probably would have too. It was terrible. Thank God yeah. that thank God that message doesn't exist anymore. Damn. I know I definitely I know I definitely have some failed DMs, but I can't think of any right now except for there was someone I knew and it was during COVID lockdown and I would go to the track every day in my neighborhood. 
and he lived mm-hmm. in my neighborhood so i would run into him at the track and i was usually with my friend and i kept running into him and he also was like working out getting in tip-top shape that he's ever been in and he's there with his shirt off so eventually i'm like oh so-and-so is pretty cute you know <laughs> but it's also <laughs> like eric it's lockdown times and you just you just have not seen a man in forever right yeah but this person you've known a long time suddenly you're like maybe i'd hook up with that guy right you're just like well he's nice right he's there he's there I, i've known him a few years um and so i end up inviting him me and some friends went out when it was like you could sit outside and drink and i invite him to come by and he wasn't drinking at the time because he was on a super strict diet with his whole whatever regimen and workout routine right but i was like just come in so we're all hanging we're drinking margaritas at this place that they are sneakily freaking strong as hell no oh, no we get really drunk and then we have to go inside the restaurants are shutting down so all of us are going to our apartment and i'm like do you want to come up and he was like ah, i'm gonna get up early like whatever blah blah so he leaves and it also wasn't like a super strong move because everyone was coming inside yeah i was like okay blah blah and then he sent me a text and he was like hey thanks for inviting me like that was really fun like hang out with you and your friends yada yada and then i said something like yeah to be honest i was like thinking of like inviting you up something along those lines oh. and then he responds to me oh you must be pretty desperate if you're hitting on me oh and I read it and I was like, you know what? I'll take your word for it. And I just did not answer. I was like, well, noted. We'll never try that again. What does that but even I was mean? Like, uh, it was a thing that I was like, it's his own self-confidence. Because obviously he was yeah. like going through this whole kind of weight loss transformation, like working on himself thing. And kind of, he was a bit of a sad boy a little bit. But I just was like, uh. bro, you just insulted both of us. I... <laughs> like what i was like that was flattering that i kind of just hit on you but it was one of those i it kind of made me snap and be like okay uh never mind like i was like i guess so i guess i take your word for it i guess i guess i am desperate and i'll take your word for it that i should not be making a move on you thanks thanks sir but i was like god God damn that was that was that was a tough one i was like whoa all right i thought that was pretty nice pretty nice of me to say very nice yeah um okay a college friend of mine submitted one. Oh, that, what? So she and I lived together in college. We lived in this big house and we had like a bunch of different bedrooms, whatever. And so there was this, there were like, I don't know, maybe three main bars on my college campus that like most people went to, but most people had one favorite. So like, Generally speaking, you were like a Blarney person, a Smokes person. Those were like the two main. There were like some other ones. We were Smokes people. But there was this guy that my friend was really, really into who was a Blarney guy. And okay. so she was like, guys, like we got we to gotta start going to Blarney because like he, he needs a name for the purpose of this story. So we'll call him Ryan Smith. He, she was like, Ryan Smith goes to Blarney and I need to start. I need to meet. We, she had never met him, by the way. I need to meet Ryan Smith. I think he's so cute. I want to date him or whatever. Like we guys are going to Blarney. So we start going to Blarney and maybe two or three weeks of going goes by. He's there every single time. We don't speak to him once. We're mm-hmm. just there. You just keep being in the vicinity. I've played We're just that game. in the vicinity of Ryan Smith in the vicinity. Three weeks into this project. She finally speaks to him because 
he goes up to order a drink and she goes up next to him to also mm. order a drink and okay. then introduces herself. And so they've made contact. All right. You would have thought that they had thrown down right there at the bar. She was like so excited. And all of us were also very excited for her. Like we were all in on this project. Yeah. We had a completely abandoned all of our other friends at this other bar to like go to Blarney. It's a mission. To, to, it was a mission. Yes. And we had all signed up for this mission and we had deployed to Blarney. And so we go home. She's like flying high. We're walking home. She's like, oh my God, Ryan Smith, blah, 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 da, da, da. Obviously, we'd been drinking. Go to bed. I wake up in the morning and I open Facebook. Do you remember when you remember back? Do you remember statuses? When yeah. it used to be like Allie Jackson is? Yes. Like when there was the is, right? It was always like a full sentence. Yeah. Yeah. So it had to be like Allie Jackson is. And her status, let's pretend her name is Allie Jackson. Her status all night had been Allie Jackson is Ryan Smith. Yeah. And it had tagged him. No. And was she were... looking for him to friend request and accidentally yes. his status? <gasps> yes. No, she had been no. trying to search his name. No. And instead of searching his name, she tagged him in her status. This man uh, that... I mean... Did Again, he accept her friend request after that? I no. So there were dozens of comments on it. Like we were, I ran downstairs. She lived on the first floor. I was on the second. I ran downstairs and was like banging on her door, like open up, open up, open up, open up. Yeah, because this is before we have like Facebook on our phone. So yeah, if something happens. You leave your computer up. It's like friends always would write stupid statuses if you left it up or whatever. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, this was before. I think we, I think, I don't even think, I think this might even be before Blackberries. Like, I think we all had like T9 yeah. texting type phones, flip mm-hmm. phones still. Um, yeah. So, laptop computer, she opens up, her laptop's open. I like race across the room and just go to delete it. She's like, What are you doing? I had to explain to her what had happened. Oh, God. Yeah. But she never made a move since? Uh, no, I think they ended up like talking at some point and she ended up deciding she didn't even actually like him. <laughs> Of course. She didn't know him. Like, she uh-huh. just thought he was hot. And then, like, oh, yeah. eventually, yeah. Yeah, this is before but, Instagram and stuff. I went on a couple dates in college through Facebook. Yeah, oh, yeah. Facebook was... Talking party the photos. Thing. There's a cute guy. Let me friend him. He he accepts your friend request. Pumped. Pumped beyond means of, like, yep. They accepted my request. It's on. Even though it's, like, it means nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then... then um, sporadically throughout the rest of college um our housemates would randomly make our status her name that's so funny <laughs> that's so funny oh i love that i totally would do that it was that yeah, was like was i chipped my tooth funny. in college playing basketball my front tooth and i uploaded a picture before my dad fixed it for me and it was my tooth was just in half oh, i come back to school i don't have a smartphone either yet and i remember all of like my freshman dorm friends made that their profile picture on Facebook was me with my chip. And I was like, Oh, I was like, this is kind of an asshole, but also hilarious to me. I'm like, this, this is funny. This was, that was great. I'll accept. Um, I do have one more DM story that I think is very funny. Yeah. I'll share as my last one. Um, okay. Uh, was going to meet this man for a first date for a sunset swim at the beach. Couldn't find him anywhere. He mentioned there was a wedding right next to where he was. 
I saw a wedding close by and started walking that way. Not wanting to interrupt the festivities, I started walking on the rocks nearby. All of a sudden, aggressive waves started crashing through and I got completely drenched and ate shit on the rocks. (gasps) I look up and the entire wedding group was staring at me as my plans of not interrupting them came crashing (laughs) down, literally, after a whole trek and almost giving up on the date, we discovered there were, in fact, two weddings. Oh, no. Going on at the same time on opposite ends of the beach. I finally walk up and see him. You can only imagine at this point I'm out of breath, falling apart, soaking wet, looking like a wet dog, (laughs) as this man is standing there looking hot as fuck, completely unbothered. So embarrassing on so many levels. I mean, I'm like, I guess there's no second date. I feel like I would hear, but I mean, I think that would be rough. It would be so rough, embarrassing, but I, I would just be laughing so hard at you myself have to at that point, right? And I would just meet him and be like, "Hey, turns out there's two weddings. Uh, had a little accident on the rocks. I swam here. Yeah. Uh, I would just laugh. Of I would just be like, sometimes there's something good of that where you go, this can't get worse. This can't it get really worse. Can't. It really can't get worse. Well." Nice to meet you. You know, like, talk about a hard open on a date. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, like, anything's ever happened to me on the way to a date like that. I did one of the first speed dating events that I went to with Amber Club. I got caught in an absolute downpour without an umbrella on the way there. And I was completely soaked, like, wet mm-hmm. rat yep. at, at the speed dating event. Surprisingly, nobody matched with me. <laughs> you never know, though. It was bad. My name tag wouldn't even stick to my shirt because it was so soaking wet. That's pretty bad. Okay, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I was <Sorry>. dripping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's just tough. Uh, anyway, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, all these stories people shared. I love the stories. And I also think it like goes to show so many of these. First of all, so many of these like stories of all of the vomit, diarrhea, whatever, people continue to date. Like, shit happens. Literally. Yeah. Literally. It's or like, it's, uh, and also, go ahead. No, I was going to say it raises the stakes to like, I know it's like a first date's very soon, but it is something of like, are you into me? Yup. It's a pretty clear cut. Like, yeah, if you're not into me, I'm never going to hear from this person again. It's so true. I, I remember distinctly the, the night that I realized that the coach, who was the guy that I dated for like two years, mm-hmm. he and I were friends before we were, well, we were like acquaintances more so before we dated and we were around each other a lot and we were at a bar with a bunch of people and we were talking and I sneezed into his drink oh god like full sneeze into his drink and my friend was standing there and he just looks at me and goes that was adorable oh wow adorable and my friend was like yeah that man likes you <laughs> That's only you just, adorable to him. You just snotted into his drink and he said it was adorable. Yeah, that's one of those like, that's only, yeah, it's only because you're feeling him. For yeah. Sure. And, I, and at that point, I had no idea that he was into me. Mm-hmm. And then that happened. And I was like, yeah, he probably does. That's real gross otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd go, I'd go on the gross side for that one. It wouldn't make me like break up with someone, but I'd be like, no, no, I'm going to get another drink. You're going to get another drink. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, don't any worry other about dude. it. I'm going to get another drink. Yeah. Any other dude would be like, and I'm getting another one. Bye. Yeah. I'm going to have another one. Cool. Oh, well. Oh yeah. Thanks well, everyone for sending in your stories, making us laugh. 
Yes, thank you guys. And um, yeah, again, if you want to watch episodes, we're on Patreon now. If you want to join we the Patreon, are. you get to watch it. And they're ad-free. So, In all of our video glory. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.